I have this like horrible habit where all the shows that I watch are 15 to 30 years old. And so I've unfortunately finished them all. Mm. The Golden Girls is done about four (laughs) times. Mary Tyler Moore has been done twice. Oh, my gosh. The Sopranos just finished last week. And so this has me thinking I need new programming. Mm. So I want to know, what shows have you all been watching? And can we discuss them a little? Yes. From WBEZ Chicago, this is When Magic Happens. I'm Taylor Coward, and I'm here with Jennifer Shea Love Long and Cheryl's out today. But we have a very special guest host in the studio. You may know her as the daily host of the WBEZ radio show, Reset. Today, we have Sasha Ann Simons. She's been kind enough to have us on her show before. And today, we're honored to show her the love right back here on When Magic Happens. Thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, it's so fun having you. I've been waiting for this day yeah. for so long. Well, we, gotta we're say. excited to have you. I'm thrilled to be here. So, what are you watching? Oh, what am I not watching? I'm watching so many things. Um, and I gotta say, none of it healthy. Yeah. <laughs> it's all just really bad stuff, but it gets me through. What like like it? what? Well, well, it's like, it's all surrounding love. Oh, I love love. Yeah. So but then it's like trash love. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where it's, it's like love with a twist. Like so love after lockup. Every possible <laughs> love-based reality show you could think of. What I'm on right now or what I've just finished. I just came off The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had to support, you know, yeah. Black Bachelorette. And yeah. She found love. Black excellence. That was great. I've fallen off several seasons, but like this time I was like, okay, it's a black girl. All mm-hmm. right. Chocolate black girl, you know. Mm-hmm. Charity's her name. She's wonderful. Um, and she was there, you know, of course, going through the the regular 30 suitors trying to find mm-hmm. her person. Mm-hmm. In the end, though, fast forward, I'll take you to the end. She uh, picks an African, a Nigerian king. His oh. name is Doten. Oh. Or Doten, I think is how you pronounce that it. That is probably the first black and black couple ever. Yes. Oh. It's never Bachelor Nation. happened. Um, it happened in Michelle's season, but they were both biracial, I believe. Okay. So close. Yeah. We were close. But I'm like, <laughs> actual black people, two of them to the end. And get this, her final four, three were black. Wow. I couldn't believe ABC let this happen. I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I said, wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, but they, they, you know, she picked Dotton and uh, they seem to be happy. I've seen a few interviews since and... They seem to be happy because, you know, it was months ago that it was taped. But I was just so caught up in the whole, you know, the drama of it all. One guy left and he came back. He's like, Charity, I need you. And it was just like a whole thing. And yeah, it It was was great. That that drama formula. It does. If I am engrossed just from being a viewer, I couldn't imagine what The Bachelor or Bachelorette goes through. Like being in that situation, constantly having a martini. And everything <laughs> is on camera. Like the light. Like that has to be the so The mixers. Emotional. So many mixers. Yeah, yes. so many roses. So They're many the rose roses industry and going. <laughs> Even down to the very end, too, where it's obvious, you know, she's picking him. She's already rejected guy number two. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so he comes, it's this dramatic drive in the Jeep up the hill, the winding hill, and she's at the top, and he walks up, and we know she's picking him. He gets down on one knee, he proposes, Mm -hmm. puts the ring on her hand, and then there's still this moment built in where she has to be like, 
all right, so will you accept this rose? <laughs> Which makes no sense to me. You're contractually obligated. <laughs> You're wearing the man's ring on your hand. I right. think he accepts right. that. Okay, we're going to take a brief pause, Bachelor Nation, and we will be back after the break. <laughs> Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Thirty suitors. Okay. Could you do it as a viewer? Ooh, I've thought about this Mm -hmm. long and hard, Taylor. And I knew you were going to ask me this question, so I came prepared. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the answer is heck no. Okay. Really? I couldn't do it. There's no way. I can't, I can't split my heart that way. Mm, I can't. Like, 30 pieces. I will fall for one and then be stuck on him the entire season. So oh. then for the other 29 of you. On. And those aren't early good on. episodes. Really? I would be the most boring bachelorette that ever existed. Because I've seen it happen mm. on that program. And I felt it. And I knew who she wanted. And I was like, I you want him for you too. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, it doesn't create the same type of drama as if you're in a love triangle. Yeah. I mean, people love triangle squares. Mm-hmm. Hexagons. And you probably will end up in those on that show. Yeah. See, I love I could love see you so doing much. that. I could do that. Jennifer, you could do it. <laughs> what kind of bachelorette would you be? I think that everybody has something that you could enjoy, you know? And so, like, for that whole season, I would just, like. But you um, got to pick one at the end of the I show. Know, yeah. I know. Contractually. But you also might not find that one, even out of 30. And so I you mean, know. You just, you just be wasting our time <laughs> for, for 16 weeks? I mean, maybe. <laughs> But no, I think I could. I ultimately would find someone. But I mean, I think I like the idea of like, you know, experiencing different people in different ways. Do you know what show you couldn't do? What Love at First Sight? Yeah. Oh yeah. No. You, I can see Jennifer Shay Love Long hitting that heel and pivoting if she don't like what she sees. <laughs> oh, you mean, you mean married at first married sight? Married at first sight. You're, I think you're mixing up love is blind and married at first sight. Because my head so many, is about to fall so off many of my shoulders. There's so, love after lockup, 90 day fiance, 90 day fiance, the Ready other to way. love. What? <laughs> There's so many. The ultimatum. So okay. what's on my mind? Am I thinking of married at first sight? You're thinking of married at first sight where the first time you see your partner is at the altar. You mm. are chosen by experts, and so is your partner. And then you're told two weeks before the wedding day that you're getting, guess what, Jennifer? You've been chosen, you've been matched, and you're getting married in two weeks. And then you have two weeks to like tell your family, find your dress, all that good stuff. And then the wedding day comes, you walk down the aisle, and the first time you see your groom is right at the top of the aisle. Okay, now wait. You now know nothing wait. about him. So y'all, you don't know anything about him? You know nothing no. about him. And you've not spoken to him? Not you even have, his you name. Have, you don't know his last name. You, you don't have know to anything. Trust these, you have to trust these expert matchmakers yeah. that they've done what you have asked of them. Oh. That, that, that I couldn't do It's that. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that, so no. that you couldn't do. <laughs> no. The, but The Bachelorette, where you get to just bask in the yeah, glory I'm of the like, hey. 30 guys fighting for you. <laughs> what, is, yes. what is the other one? There's one where... You get to choose if you want to do the wedding. Is that the same show? You might be Love thinking of Love is Blind, where okay. you're sitting in these pods mm-hmm. and you, you choose a partner. <laughs> so the fact that I know the answer to all of I these know. questions, this is how I know you'll never invite me again. <laughs> no, every time. It's like she's watching too much No, TV. we got to have a reality. <laughs> we gave her one up. job. I love it. <laughs> but that's where you sit in the pods and you can't see, right? You can't yeah. see the people. Mm. You're just kind of connecting 
emotionally and the whole point is like is love really blind yeah. can you fall in love can you get to the point of an engagement mm-hmm. not having ever seen this person yeah that but at one, least in that yeah, case you've talked to them that yeah. one is wild though really there was a guy who was pretending to be really hurt by a rejection and this is when you know this is like he broke the fourth wall he looked at the producers and he was like do you mind and he leans back and puts in eye drops but they're still rolling. And oh he's my like, gosh. I just can't believe she did that to me. And, and like all of that. Stop. But it was eye drops. And I was like, I can't with these shows. <laughs> but I'm glad they showed that because there are people who genuinely are. Maybe I'll try this thing and see if I find love. Right. Like I, to this day, think that Tiffany New York Pollard <laughs> went on Flavor of Love because she was interested in Flavor Flav. And nobody can tell me different. Oh, you think she was really She was serious. She might have been really? the only serious one. I think she was serious. What about Delicious? I just saw you had her Absolutely on, not. And I, I was rooting for her, but I, I wanted Tiffany to come through. Don't bring me back and still not pick me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. A lot of those shows, I think people go because they know it's a quick way to like see level fame. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, this will get me on TV. And that's what I think I Drop Guy was doing. But there are some people, like Rachel Lindsay. I think yes. Rachel Lindsay was like, I'm a successful lawyer. Like, I'm having a hard time finding a man that's really going to match me. Why not do this show? Yeah. You now, know what, what I mean? show was she on? She was the first black She was the first black bachelorette. Oh, yeah. Okay. And okay. she was she was great. And she, re- she was very relatable to Taylor's point where it was just like, okay, I'm successful and I'm, I'm just having a hard time meeting people organically. Mm, yeah, right? yeah. This is a great idea. This is a great way to do it. See? And that... she's still married to oh. her husband, Brian. Oh, wow. They're still married. They, they've been bi-coastal for a little bit, but now they've moved in together and it's like... I love how you're into it. I mean, you know, I love it. It's all it's all about the gram. I, I follow people on <laughs> I follow them on social media and suddenly I know what's going on in their lives. Do you have a like top reality show that you know won't fail you? Ooh, that I know won't fail me. They all fail. They right, all yeah. but it's by nature. But one you can go back But it's to. a failure that I'm willing to I'm willing to go on the journey. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, because I I do news every single day and it's so serious and I want the escape. I want, that's why I turn to these shows. Oh, yeah. But I think that my ultimate favorite of all these like love based reality shows is Ready to Love. I don't know mm. if you ladies are familiar with what that one. What channel is that? So this one's on OWN. And this is, um, so the cast each season, there've been like a handful of seasons at this point in different cities, mm-hmm. but the cast, it's all black mm-hmm. and everybody's in their thirties or forties. Mm-hmm. I think there's even been somebody that's been 50. So it's the, the idea is these are older people really ready, ready to settle down. Like some have been married before they have kids, you know, that kind of thing. And, mm. and so, um, I like that show because a, it goes from city to city. So I feel like, oh, I have a chance. Like maybe they'll come to my city and yeah. like I can <laughs> I can jump in the ring. Um, but it feels more realistic because they like they go on real dates and they like they still have their real life. Like they'll still go to work every day and and come home, you know, and, and then like set up dates. And then the cameras are just there for their dates in the evenings. Really? It's not like The Bachelor where everyone lives in a mansion in okay. some like fantasy place. Like so it's it's incorporated in your real life. Yeah. And that's what I like so about it. So you're not in a villa in Tuscany. You're not in a villa in Tuscany. <laughs> if you live in Atlanta, you're still in Atlanta. You still go to work at Coca-Cola every day. And you come home and you, you know, you plan your dates. Because yeah. I, I think that's what is the detriment of a lot of those relationships on the show. Yeah. Is like, you whisked me away while we were like in 
this mm. beautiful coastal village having dinner and the chef like flipped your fish in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you go back home and you're like, oh my gosh, your apartment sucks. Or yeah. you're like, oh my <laughs> gosh, I saw a toenail on the floor. So true. And like seeing their real life. Yeah. And I think, is it married at, either married at first sight or love is blind? That's my favorite part of the show is... It's all romantic, and then we get back to our real life and have to live together for a couple you weeks. You talking about Married at First Sight? L- I love that part. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that show goes super fast, though. Yeah. Of all the shows we're talking about, that one is ridiculously quick. I yeah. Because it's like, you just met him at the altar. Mm-hmm. You get married. You're just meeting each other's families. It's photo shoot time. All of a sudden, you got to, right. like, fake, you know, you got to kiss, you know, for the photos. You're meeting their families You're the literally meeting their mom and dad for the first time right there. And then the next day you pack for your honeymoon and then you go to like Jamaica for a week Yeah, with this stranger you just met yesterday, but also he's your husband. Mm. Right. And then you come back from the honeymoon, which is just seven days, and then it's time to move in together. But before that, you go to each other's homes and you pack what you need to pack because they move you into like a, a neutral apartment. But then, as Taylor said, for the first time, you're seeing how they live. So you're yeah. walking through and you're like, ew, your you use the same bath towel all week. Exactly. <laughs> so wait, so in that instance, are, is there like a couple that you recall that's like they actually gelled with each other? Yeah. And now their names escape me, but they are. Um, but it's possible. But it is possible. Yeah. It okay. is possible. You but that but that show, though, the, the success rate is super low. Because yeah. a lot of it is just based on attraction. Super low. And so some people just like, well, I'm going to stick it out because he or she is hot, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you think mm. back at couples that made it, like you have to skip seasons because you're like, well, well, no, not that season. Everybody divorced. Okay. No. What about that season? No. No. Everybody divorced there, too. <laughs> and then you go back one and you're like, oh, yeah, that one. They're right. still together and they have a baby. And, right. you know, so it's, it's slim picking. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. What is your favorite, like, vintage show? Like a show that hasn't been on in the past, like, 10 years? So, okay, mine, this is one that if, if I see it pop up, I love watching. I love watching The Cosby Show. In a different world. Uh-oh, can I say the Cosby show? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't say that. Why y'all looking at me like that, though? <laughs> I mean, I like it. I mean, I'm just saying. I see characters. I don't see people. Mm-hmm. Like, I see dead people. <laughs> I see people behind the curtain. Okay. It's also giving, like, when white people are like, I don't see color. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, well... Okay, fine. I'll pick another fucking show. How about we do that? <laughs> I mean, I was just going to go fresh. Mean, okay, okay, but but in all seriousness, oh, I really I like the Cosby Show because I love seeing beautiful black people doing great things. I thought it was funny Can and I fun. I like all the different, but I didn't even really like it like that. You didn't. <gasps> See, you didn't like Maxine Shaw. I mean, I like Attorney Maxine Shaw, but I'm saying like, give me... well, okay. So my show was a different world. Okay. Oh, can you 
give a premise. We should probably, because I'm realizing we may not watch all the same shows as I kept getting the marriage shows wrong. <laughs> so give a tight premise of what the show is. So A Different World is about, you know, a group of students who are going to HBCU and just their experiences. Mm-hmm. And it's a comedy and was Tupac on there? Tupac was on there. I think there. a clip Tupac resurfaced was on of there. him recently on there. Yeah, he Jada Pinkett and uh, all kinds of people. Chris Summer was Kadeem on there. Hardison. Kadeem Hardison. Jasmine Guy. Jasmine Guy. Sinbad, he was on there. Oh, that's right. So A Different World. Different World would be my last 10 years. Okay. Mm. Sasha? Fresh Prince. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can watch Fresh Prince reruns at any time. Um, oh, do I have to give the story of... Sure. Well, it's about a guy uh, who was uh, from was West born and Philadelphia. Raised? There we go. Born and raised. <laughs> on the playground? On the playground is where he spent most of his days. Oh, um, chilling. In, in Philly. And uh, he got into some trouble. <laughs> where? <laughs> and his mom got scared. <laughs> <laughs> and basically she was like, you're moving with your auntie and uncle to Bel Air. Right. And so he moves to Bel Air and uh, I guess the show picks up from there. And yeah. we just get to see his life living in this rich <laughs> mansion. When he comes from, you know, the hood in Philly. Uh, but it's hilarious. Um, I, I love, love I love Fresh Prince reruns. I love the fantasy of that era of shows. Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't think they would work today. Really Everything alive. is so gritty. The gold, So the Golden Girls is my favorite vintage show. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite, because most of my shows are vintage. So that's one of my favorite vintage <laughs> shows. And just some of the things that happen are just like so 80s sitcom-y. They just wouldn't really fly today with audiences I don't think yeah. you know what I mean I know what you mean sometimes they say some stuff that's really out of pocket and you're like ooh but like I mean like even the silliness like we I feel like it was more allowed then because I feel like Fresh Prince definitely had silly moments they did have like very special episodes but like a lot of it was silly um, or like Martin like when oh my he gosh. like one of my favorite scenes, they were like, someone was cutting their toenails and it like a big toenail flew across oh, the room yeah, and they I were playing that. like the million dollar man music. It was oh so, I remember that. so funny. And like now with the clear, crisp HD cameras we have and with how serious a lot of our shows are now and our sitcoms, mm-hmm. it just wouldn't be the same. And so those vintage shows, I think so many people have nostalgia for because... Yes. It was yeah. like, it was just different. Yeah, it's just kind of like clean, fun humor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. do we really have sitcoms these days? Not, I can't even, I don't really even know think I can of name like, one. What do, I, what do I watch that would be a sitcom? So many dramas today. Yeah, maybe like, drama. Do we have drama favorites? Because there are so many. I have I'm, one that I got into. What? It's called Who is Aaron Carter on Netflix. Like the, um, no. Nick Carter's no. brother? Nick and Aaron? The Backstreet Boy brother? What in the world is happening? What was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my what was God. Aaron, what, not Aaron Carter. That's, they just died? No. Oh, okay. no. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh, my goodness. The you Backstreet know. Boy brother? <laughs> oh, that's who he is? But no, that's not who she's okay, talking no. about. No, okay. Right. So, We're talking about the same person. Okay. Okay. Jennifer's not. not. I'm ready to learn. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Teach me. Teach me. Um, so this is... This is... Who is Aaron Carter? Mm-hmm. It's like a thriller, kind of mystery... And it's really kind of this woman who's presenting as a teacher, but she's got like this whole backstory that's really interesting. And it's kind of a thriller and action, Mm -hmm. which I I generally don't gravitate to, but Mm -hmm. it was intriguing. 
Yeah, I'm not a big action person either. Yeah, and that's why I was like, ooh, this is this is actually good. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'm stuck on like the power franchise. Okay, I'm that's still, a good one. Yeah, I, I watch the spinoffs. Um, mm. I'm big on Power Book 2, Ghost. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for that to come back. And Force is okay. back. It just returned. I watched episode one. I went to a special screening for that. That's the one that's based in Chicago. Mm. And that's cool. Tommy's running amok, still killing people. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Violence. Oh, yeah. Did y'all like Scandal? I love Scandal. I rewatched an episode over the weekend. Yeah. And I remembered how, the I remembered the drama. And like that to me was like, I don't know if I can say the last, but it's the appointment television program that I remember in my yeah. lifetime. Because mm-hmm. I think appointment TV had really died. But like Shondaland on Thursdays, yes. Thursday yes. you did not want to miss yeah, TGIT me. Thursdays on yeah. ABC. Yeah, it's true. And I was one of the people that didn't watch those, like that and How to Get Away with Murder. <clears throat> I think it came on back to back or something. Yeah, it did. And so I remember avoiding Twitter on Thursdays because I was like, oh God. Do you have a show where you just can't find other people that you can talk about it with? Well, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Right into that. <laughs> yes, as, I do. As a matter of fact, Jennifer does. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about the show I want to talk about. And it rhymes with Bosby. <laughs> the Bosby show. Something like that. Yes, <clears throat> I do understand. It's tough because I think people are really excited to talk about a show, like when it ends especially. But now with streaming, People in shows at different times. They do. They do. And so it's yeah. like you're hyped up and right. you remember everything that just happened, but you and Jennifer finished it five weeks ago. Right. right. You know what That's I mean? That's right. So That's true. true. And so you have to catch somebody at the perfect time. Yeah. That that actually is a great point because there is something special about appointment TV. Yes. You know, it's kind of like everybody is experiencing it at the same the time, mm-hmm. you know, and you talk about it at the same time. I don't think we have any right now. Yeah. And we all have the same oh, weight for the next episode. It was episode. Succession. I think. Ooh, a lot of people. Because I was, oh, I was I glued that. to my TV every Sunday, yeah. waiting on succession. Is that on HBO? It was. Okay. And I remember ended. Game of Thrones too. That yeah, was also a Sunday same. night obsession of everyone else except me. I can't always do fantasy, and Game of Thrones was a little too graphic for me, for my age when it came out. Um, and then even now, it's a little too gratuitous for me, hmm. and so I haven't been able to watch Game of Thrones. But I'm a big HBO fan. I'm looking through the Max app to see what I've been watching recently. It is things that came out some time ago. You know, okay, so since I watch older shows, it's kind of tough to, like, look at things through the lens of 2023. Like, with the Golden Girls in particular. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I have to remind myself that, like, things they were saying in the 80s, we just like think differently about now. And I still think the show was more progressive than other shows in their sense of like, you know, dealings with gay people. They had an episode about interracial relationships. Like they were a little ahead of the curve. Um, <clears throat> another show I'm thinking about is Designing Women. Oh, I remember oh, that. Yeah. That episode with Tony Goldwyn when he had AIDS. Oh. And he was just like, people don't want to be around me. People don't want to touch me. Mm. And he came to the Designing Women, I think, to like plan his funeral. Mm. And so it was this heavy, very special episode about the AIDS crisis. Mm -hmm. Um, And so sometimes I'll see things in a show and I'll be like, 
with these characters or these actors, really, would they have said that today? Or do they really feel that way today? Mm. And so sometimes when you consume, like, vintage television, any even vintage film, you kind of have to be like, uh, maybe that's not really how they think. Or sometimes you just know, you know? Yeah. yeah. But sometimes you have to just really be like, all right, we wouldn't do that today, but I don't think they would do that today either. Yeah, I you know it's interesting because I never connect the character to the person. Okay, you know I always think that that person is that's their job. They're playing this role mm-hmm. that happens to be their job, mm-hmm. and so I don't think that necessarily their ideology is aligned with what they're the script they're reading. Yeah, true. That's just. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, you know what? <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I'm done. We gonna talk about the Cosby show. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a wrap for today's episode. If you like what you heard, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts, and tune in every Friday for your dose of When Magic Happens. And follow us on Instagram at When Magic Happens Podcast. And big shout out to our guest host, the fabulous Sashian Simons, for joining us on the show today. Where can the people find you on socials? You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Sasha Ann Simons. You can find me, Jennifer Shay Love Long, on Instagram at Being Shay Love. And you can find me, Taylor Coward, on Instagram at Taylor Coward Online. And we would love to hear from you, our magical listeners. Our email address is magic at wbez.org. Send us anything. When Magic Happens is a production of WBEZ Chicago and part of the NPR Podcast Network. Our truly magical producer is Brianna Garrett. Brendan Banizak is our executive producer. Tracy Brown is chief content officer. Engineering by Ethan Schwab. See y'all next week. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.